0: Take a look at spiritual exercise We had a little bit of fun. Small crowd this evening, so we can get you all little of Our Father, Lord, in heaven, we come to the name Jesus' name. We'll have a thank you for your word. Have you look into it, we can Reagan had a humorous story, and he is, that's not part of my uh, message at the moment, but it will be, uh, but uh, Ronald Reagan had this humorous story where he sat back one evening, and he was taking a press conference, and he said, stop there, it, there was a man who went to a costume party, and as he went to a costume party, he had a little two or three, he was dressed up, he was too intoxicated to drive home, but not quite scared enough to try, he began walking home. And as he was walking home, he noticed that there was a church meeting on the He said, "He could hear the voices and the singing coming out? He saw the lights again, and he noticed, as the alcohol started wearing off, that it was cold outside. It began in the rain, and he thought, well, I'm just going there and sit down, forgetting Welcome to the church, Lord. Opened up that main door. Everyone in the sanctuary turned around. They all saw that man dressed up like the devil. Immediately, screams started happening. Immediately, there was running. And everybody left but one old lady sitting in the church. The man walked up and sat down next to her. She turned around and looked at him and said, I've been a member of this church for 35 years. This spiritual exercise. We need to work out our own salvation. We need to test those spirits. That's what we're talking about exercise tonight. And if you're joining us online, we want to welcome you as well. And if you consider being here in the sanctuary with us here at Welchabriver, we're talking about spiritual exercise. We take really these two characters behind me. You can see that they fit a broad array of people. We have a really skinny guy and we have a very large individual. Uh, either one of them might fit into today's modern church and today's modern Christians. Some of our Christians are a little more buff than others, and some are a little less than others, and some are uh, extremely out of shape. Let's begin, shall we? Let's we'll next time. Philippians chapter 2, we're we'll going to read verses 12 to 15. The Bible says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to do with His good place. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine like in the world. When you think of uh, spiritual exercise, what comes to mind? In fact, when you think of exercise, period, what comes to come on, let's take a look and see how we might get in this. We're working out our own salvation tonight. And that is a phrase that has been debated in many, many, many Bible seminaries. We're not going to take the time to debate that tonight. So a lot of people would uh, move it and twist it to fit a particular belief, meaning you have to add some kind of work to go with salvation. I don't think that's what it means. And I'm going to leave my opinion on that. I don't take it off on that. I think that... We are to exercise our salvation. We are to work our salvation and therefore grow in it, but not work for salvation. And so, this does not mean working to earn our salvation, which is not of works. Remember, Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9, the Bible tells us, Ephesians 3, 8 and 9, that it is for by grace we have been saved through faith, not of works, the any man should boast. Verse 13 shows that it is God working. This is back in 15, chapter 2. Uh, shows so us it's God working in us to will and to do His good pleasure. So it's really not about what we do. It's about what He has already done. And so when I'm thinking of this tonight, I want to remind you that here in the United States, it seems like we've been preaching four Gospels. In fact, we like to showcase four Jesus. We have this Jesus that is all about a and we preach this Jesus that says, come to us and give it to us, and we will turn you into a successful person. That is not the Jesus of the Bible. We have another one that's what we call the preferred Jesus. Now, get ready, get ready, get ready. And if you're not ready, then you're going to be left behind. We have another Jesus called, I call him the Patriotic Jesus. That's where we wrap the cross in, the, in that flag right there. And I want to remind you, as much as I love that flag, as I love this country, the cross is going to outlast that flag. Most well, certainly is. And the fourth one, which is the most sinister of them all, is the religious In fact, he might be the most sinister of them. He's the one that says, faith plus something. Faith plus something. Faith plus some kind of work. Faith plus some kind of membership. Faith plus some kind of addiction. Something added in there. When the Bible tells us that it is by grace we have been saved through faith. See, it's not about what we do. It's about what he's already done. Amen? That's what the gospel is. never about what we could do about what He has done. However, as we grow in our Christianity, as we grow in our grace with Jesus Christ, we grow in that relationship, we just start working out our salvation. And our faith gets stronger, our belief, our understanding of the Bible gets stronger, and of course, what God does with us gets bigger and bigger and bigger working out your own salvation. Let's take a look at where we're going to go with this next please. we gonna work out what God has worked in us. Remember, we get that in verse 13. It's God that works in us for his own pleasure, for his goodness. We're going to work out what God has worked in us. Notice that the verse does not say or imply that we are to work for our salvation. It's to work out what God has done in us. And so, when you think about working out, what comes to mind? All my life in those high school footballs, it was always. Wait a minute, let's take a look and see what we Working out we're to work out our salvation as in a physical activity. We might exercise our faith. We might exercise our salvation. We might examine our salvation. That's part of working out as you well. Know, learning about it and putting it to the test sometimes and exploring it as well. Of course, the bad church we gotta have three easy. Amen. All right then. Next slide please. Exercising. And we're talking about spiritual fitness here. Remember first Timothy four, seven to eight. Bodily exercise, popular little. But Godliness is what we're after. We're after God-like characteristics: great faith, great love, great understanding, great self-control. Exercise those things. Let's see how we might do that together tonight. Let's take it with the next slide. Let's go back one to upper body. There it is, right there. So I was a big upper body workout person. I would be on the bench press. I would be curls. I'd be in the boxing ring. I would work my arms, my shoulders, my hips, my core, but I didn't do as much on the legs as I should have. And you know, Christians, we can oftentimes work out something to where we leave other things sometimes neglected. But when you think of a workout, a lot of times you get to the gym and they break it down for you into a workout. Uh, What I mean by that is you may have a curriculum. You may have a upper body day, a lower body day, a middle body day. You may have a road work day where it's just running and cardio. And you may have a day where you do something else. different, like calisthenics or stretching in your workout. So let's take a look at our spiritual workout this evening. And let's take a look at working out our upper body. And when we look in the Christian life, one of the things we need to work out all the time is our heart. We need to work out our heart. Sometimes we need to practice how to love Are you saying that love can be learned? Yes, it can be learned. However, I need you to understand love is a food of the Spirit as well. But we can also learn how to love. Sometimes learning to love the unlovable is a process. You're looking at me like a beer at a brand new gate. Learning to love can be a process, it is sometimes a challenge. Learning to love. We also work out our arms. How do we hold those that don't want to be How do we embrace death with all of us? Our shoulders. Our shoulders, how do we carry the load? How do we carry the weight of a world that doesn't want to be saved? Christians, we work out our own salvation. Let's take a look again. So we got a picture of a gentleman here doing an amazing thing. Of us in our family, probably more than the majority of us could do. Not judging that guy is stronger than we are. And so, you ever met that spiritual giant? Boy, he could just bench press. So much love, he could bench press. So much faith, he could bench press. So much spirituality. You got a picture here of the Apostle Paul saying, Work out your own salvation with fear. And trembling. You need to learn within your salvation. You need to learn how it applies to you. You need to learn how it works in your life. And some of the ways we do that is by exercising You know, you can exercise your faith. You can exercise your knowledge. You can exercise your love. Let's take a look at it. Next slide, Everybody, work out. Let's begin with our hearts. Let's work out our heart a little bit tonight. Let's see what the scriptures have to say about putting our hearts to work. Proverbs 3, verse 5 tells us to trust in the Lord all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I in this as well. with all your heart, and lean not on your understanding. All your ways acknowledge knowledge them resublet thy past. I want to share with you a personal story about that verse. When my wife and I first got married, she received a wedding gift from her mother. And that one of those wedding gifts was a simple keychain. And that keychain was a part of the figurehead of our marriage for many years. The Betsy's received on it was on the street five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and not on your understanding all your ways and all the given. shall direct your path. And that began to be the staple of our ministry together. As we ministered, as we pastored, as we brought the gospel to far places where people that need had a hard time learning to love. And we began to realize that God was telling us to work out our salvation. Learn how to love. And you know something? You need to learn to trust God with all of your heart. Now you know what the Bible tells us about our heart. The prophet Jeremiah tells us the heart can be deceptive. The heart can deceive us. In fact, it's wicked and who can know it except for God? But here in the book of Proverbs we get a picture of learning to trust God with all of our heart. That heart, it can deceive us. That heart, can mislead us. That heart, can bring us into places we don't want to be. But the Bible tells us trust Him with all your heart. Are you catching the exercise here? Learn to put that deceptive, misleading organ in the hands of God and let Him take it in the it needs to be. Do you have a problem loving? Do you have a problem loving the unlovable? Do you have a problem loving certain kinds of people? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. We like to put this in there. So well, I trust God that everything's going to be okay. I trust God that what He wants done is going to be done. But you know what it also means? Trust God that He can make you and what you. Trust them. Trust them with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. When you try to figure it out for God, you end up missing out. I'm blessed. Ask me how I know that from other time. I'll be happy to share with you my personal life. When I try to help God out, I end up messing things up. Instead, I'm learning and still learning. It's a lifelong process. Trust in the Lord with all your thoughts. Lean not. So working out your heart, then, can be a physical process. When you think about working out your heart now, most of us would say, do you remember when you were a kid and you get that jump rope a and you jump rope a heart? y'all remember that? And you would jump and 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 your heart would just be going, that's the you know you know what I'm talking about? When we learn to love like that, when your heart... Your love is uncontrollable. You can love anybody, everybody, any place, anytime, anywhere. Then that's the kind of Christians i are supposed to become. Loving like that. When's the last time you loved like that? When's the last time you loved like that? You loved? Like that. That's when you a little workout in your heart tonight. How do we do it? Trust in the Lord follow all your heart. Put it in God's hand. Let Him shape it. Let Him change it. Let Him make it to what it needs to be. Prophet Ezekiel gives us a wonderful picture about our heart that's inside of us. A heart that's stony. A heart that's hard. A heart that's cold. And a heart that doesn't love He says, I will take that heart out of you and put a heart of flesh in you. And give you a new heart. Trust in the Lord. Put all your heart and you're not on your own understanding. Let's move from our heart, though, to our arms. Working out our arms. you were with the youth group Friday. They got to do a little shooting. Most of those kids came over and said, My arm hurts. <laughs> my shoulder hurts. Well, yeah, it does that. When well, you work out, your body gets sore. Look at me at Psalm 1834. He teaches my hands to make war so that my arms can bend the bow and life. That is an amazing piece. Look at Dave's bows and arrows. He bows and arrows made out of. Very told we even haven't written bows anymore. The Bible says he trains my arms to not bend a bow. Not just bend it, use it. Use it. Because he is one we let's take a look at the next slide. Let's go look at our upper body here. Shoulders. Shoulders. Their dough before it was leavened, their knee trough being bound up in their clothes upon their the on their shoulder Carrying their load on their shoulders. You ever heard that old phrase before? Shoulder it, buddy. Shoulder it. Put, pick it up, put it on your shoulder and carry it. Christians, sometimes we need to pick up that weight. Sometimes we need to pick up that bother, that hurt. Put it on your shoulder, Carry it. So, that's where to we carry it to the cross. Carry it to the cross. Leave it there. Don't do what I've done in the past, and I like to call it the yo yo effect, where I lay it down, but I tie a string to it and pull it right back. I'm there. And take it back with me. Say, wow, I really needed to keep that. Wrong. Well, you don't. What you need to do is carry it on your shoulders, put it where it needs to be, and leave it there. So anyways, we get a picture here in Exodus chapter 12 of God's people carrying their burden on their shoulders. And we're working out our faith here tonight. We're using a little bit of allegory here. But we're working out our faith, and we're looking at working our hearts, we're looking at working our arms, and we're looking at working our shoulders, our hearts, so we can love more, our arms, so we can hold more, and our shoulders, so we can bear more. Why? Because we are Christians. The Bible tells us about Christians. We are persecuted, but not crushed. Amen? That's right. We can go on and on and on. Why? Because we have worked out our own salvation. Let's take a next day, if we work our uprods, we work our core. Don't look up at me at too much, look with me two I Look at work at two words. Look at me at two one, If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, we bow in mercy. Bow. We're talking about your guts there. We're talking about when you get your butterflies You Understand? In Paul's time frame, he didn't talk about, oh, my heart butter. He talked about, I can see it in my bowels. My mercies were in my bowels. My mercies cried out for my bowels to you. He says, if he bows and mercies, I have butterflies. butterfly feeding in my son. You know what, Christian? Don't let the world Sometimes we can spend our time watching movies. We can spend our time reading books. We can spend our time playing particular games that desensitize us to what's happening. You a modern-day example About two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago, Hamas came across the border in Israel and they brutally destroyed Israel. Brutally destroyed Israeli citizens. Brutally capturing, taking them hostage, beheading them, burning them alive, and a lot of us are laughing. Sorry for your luck. How to that you become by watching things in the world. Work your core out. And you know what I mean by that is let your bowels have feelings again. Let yourself love. Let yourself hurt. And let yourself be. that Christian. Work out your own salvation. Take the next slide. Lower body. Moving to our lower bodies here. 1 Timothy 6:11. That you, O man of God, Please be things. I like God did it. Faith, love, patience, gentleness. It's a picture of Paul telling young Timothy, run, run, run. Let me say that again in case you didn't catch it. Run. Run away from them. Please be things. You might say, What things can I talk about? If you already know them. I know you know them. Please, please. Flee from them. Get away from them as fast as you can. My mind always takes me when I read about flee from those things to Joseph. Joseph is in Egypt. You are no sold into slavery, and Pomp's life comes by and grab the whole of him and from her. how can I do this thing? Sin against okay. so God. Run from it. Work out your own salvation. So you're getting a picture tonight of working out our of learning to love making unlovable. Can you do that tonight? Can you love someone who doesn't act lovable? Can you love somebody who does what you don't? Why? Can you love them when they are a man who was just eating up on his team. He was all over his face, all over his head. He had the scabs and the medicine he put on it and the poor young man would just tore up with it. And not one of the seed touch. Him. They would not touch him. They would run and hug each other, but he was always left out. Of that. At the end important. Things that I allowed myself to see, made myself watch, think that it was cool, think that it was manly, and what He did was essential. Don't let it be you. Work out for salvation. Work it out to where you're lovable again. Work it out to where those things deceive you. Work it out to where you don't want to see them anymore because they don't honor God. Work out to know what body. Use your legs. To run away from you. They become lame, broken. They become hard, huge. You need to work out. Savage, make sure your legs are strong enough to man. And make sure your legs are strong enough to put and on the move. Look at me again. 1 you, O man of God, free be saved and pursue righteousness. God, faith, love, patience, patience. Free from Him. From the things of sin and happen. the things of God. Right now, let's Not only do we work out our bodies, not only do we exercise them, but we examine them. We examine them. And I think of an exam, examination is a good You know, the test that always come to my mind are no old-fashioned scan signs. How many of y'all not heard of those things or you? something? So you're decent. I remember when they would say if you make a mistake, erase it completely. And it's too late. You've done this that problem. <laughs> There's no change in the din. Examine your faith. Let's take a look and see what we have here. Next slide please. Take a quick thing 5 Examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Why we need what kind of salvation? We need to examine ourselves as whether we are in the faith. we <laughs> will tell you nowadays what is. It? Bible tells us, examine yourself daily whether you're in the faith. Examine yourself to whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do you not know yourself that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. Check yourself. We tell to tell the inmates, check yourself before you wreck yourself. One of those old wonderful euphemisms used to say, expose you jelly world. Examine yourself Whether you are in the faith. Let me tell you, when you do that, you know whether you're Jesus' You can lie to the church, you can lie to people around you, you can lie to pastors, you can't lie to you, you can't lie to God. You know whether you're a Christian in the Bible, but you mad at yourself as to whether you are in the faith. I don't believe for one, I owe them a minute, we can lose our salvation, but I believe. the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians, test yourself. Examine. Find out. Check it out. You know what? What then distinguishes the Christians from the rest of the world? We want to take a look a see of those things. We love when no one else can. Why? Because He first loved us. And because He loved us, we can keep on loving. We can persevere when the rest of the world stops. We can keep on loving. And keep on Loving our love because of him is in his body. Why? Because he loves us. Because he loves us. Examine yourself. Do you love my Catholic Examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do you not know yourself that Jesus Christ is in you? You must believe you are his father. So when we examine and when we we'll test our love See what you have like. what kind of characteristics does a Christian exhibit? What do they do? Most of us right now, if we were to raise our hands, would we'll say they examine, they, they exhibit the food of the Spirit. God's Spirit makes us, I'm going to use a modern day version here, but God's Spirit makes us moving. need to get right in Jesus this evening. Test yourself. Learn a little bit about that. And also, Christians, when we do test ourselves, we learn from our mistakes. You know, as a Christian, you're going to mess up. You're going to make a mistake. You're going to say something wrong. You're going to miss what? Not only that, you're going to do the wrong thing. I had a teaching moment this morning in my house. We were returning from service this morning. One of my children said something. We talked a little bit about that. And he said, I did not know that was wrong. He didn't know he was still. Well, he does now. So he had better learn from that. There's going to be some reinforced learning. If you know what I'm learn! Learn, Christian. Learn from what God has given us, learn from your experiences. Learn from pastors and deacons and teachers and elders. Learn from other church members. Learn from where they've been. Learn from what they've done. Learn from what they've experienced. Learn from them. with it. I can't work with it. I understand. Some churches aren't really churches. I understand. Some churches aren't really biblical or Christ-like at all. Now, they don't even have to say that's not a church. That's not a, a group of God's people. However, we still love been be reported our stories over and over again that the Christians were in flesh the imperial Rome down to. The whole world would marvel at it and say, Behold how they love one another. And he came back up out. They couldn't recognize recognized in the people of the world. Christians we learned shouldn't be I think I'll react correctly. Well, no. How do we do it? How do we test ourselves then? How do we test ourselves? See, we're in something, Let's take a look at this Thanks, Galatians 5, 19, the Bible tells us that the works in the flesh are evident. In other words, these are so self-evident. These come right out of somebody who's not in the Spirit, somebody who's not walking with Christ, that they are self explanatory. They're evident. Here they are adultery, fornication, idolatry, coercion, hatred, contention, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions. Envy, fixing to be a vivid you. The envy, murder, drunkenness, Rebels. and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice the faith will not be taken. Jesus Christ. We'll compare it to 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9. You don't let anyone fool you, I'm paraphrasing. Because you do not deceive. Don't let anybody fool you. Those who do these things will not. not. You can do those things, you're not what you think you. You're not the Christian you think you are. Ask yourself to find out if you're in the faith. Examine yourself and learn. Right. We again. This is what a Christian exhibits. What's the fruit of the Spirit of love? Joy. There is no greater joyful people than born-again, blood-bought, redeemed Christians. Amen? Christians who celebrate their salvation. Christians who celebrate their Savior. Christians who celebrate that He's coming back again. Christians who get excited that our Lord, our Savior, is soon coming again. And let me tell you right now, don't be discouraged. Put your head up high. Our redemption draws nigh. Amen. Get excited about that. We should be joyous, a joyful people. We should also be peaceful. Don't patience. Kind, good, faithful, gentle, self control. Against us, it is absolutely positive. Amen. Indeed. Let's look to that next slide. 1 John 4, verse 1. We're testing here. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit. This is the Apostle John. He writes in his older English. Hey, test those spirits. There's a whole bunch of new preachers up there They Test them. Test the spirit, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into They sure have. They sure have. Let's look at the next one here. First John 4, verses 1 to 3, just to get an idea here. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit, whether they are of God. Caused. Many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, she you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit of confession that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. It's a problem during this time frame. A problem people say, well, Jesus really wasn't in the flesh. He was a spirit. That's how to walk through the world or how he could disappear somewhere. He was just spirit. He didn't really have flesh and blood. You know, that's what the woman. It's piratical. And they're doing it on purpose. Here we have the picture. Anybody who does not Jesus Christ has come to the flesh is not of God. see in verse 3, the name Spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come to the flesh is not of God, and this is the Spirit of the Antichrist. If you've heard was coming, and is now already in the world. Don't think it's a far stretch to think that when Mr. Sin does appear, that he'll be the first to say, "Well, Jesus, if you will be the let Let's look at the next. Examine. We're still examining here. Learn right about our faith. Examine. This is just testing. not Pick it up. Look at it. Figure it out. 1 Peter As newborn babes desire the true milk of the Word, you so they grow their God, We should desire salvation. We should desire growing. We should desire becoming one with Him. We have 2 Timothy 2.15. to present themselves to the prove to God. Worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Examine. Examine yourself. Examine your walk with Jesus Christ. Next slide, please. Love. Love. First John 2 9 11 tells us, He who says he's in the light and hates his brother is in darkness. Until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness. And walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness is blinded. blinded. Christians, we love. Him. We love the unlovable. We love because he first loved us, not because they love us back. We love because he loves us. Let's take a look at the next one. Not only do we exercise, I think. Not only do we examine, I think. but We export it. We export it. I love. Look at that exportation. What do you think the United States exports? You know, we export more than anything. More than anything. Most of us would say oil. What do we export more? Cars? Cereal? I'm telling you right now, the world is dying for our food not it? I don't know. I really don't know. What do you think we export more about? Government secrets? (laughs) Perhaps. Perhaps, indeed, what do we expect as Christians? What do we expect? What do we send out? We send out the gospel, the good news, the love of Jesus. Christ. the next slide, please. We export. We're going to break it down into three little pictures here. I'm almost out of time. But when we export our Christianity, that means we are witnesses. We witness. We witness. Are you witnessing? When was the last time you witnessed? Body. A recent survey of Christians. Barna survey. A recent one in the early 2000s, I think it's the last one they did, showed that less than 1% of Christians actively witness. Actively witness. We're supposed to export your faith. When we witness, we share. What do we share? We share Jesus. We're well, not talking about sharing all your belongings, even though that may be a part of the witness. We're talking about sharing. Gospel, sharing the good news, and we testify. When we testify, we give our testimony. We'll get the next slide. Witnessing. 1 Peter 3, verse 15 tells us to thank the Father, Lord God, in your heart, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Defense. Be able to defend. Now, a lot of times nowadays we call that. Accurately, efficiently, effectively. Share your faith and give a reason why You believe. In fact, we're supposed to be able to give a reason for our hope in season and out of season. Amen? That's the only two times you've ever witnessed in season and out of season. Amen? Thanks by the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense. You should be able to defend why you're doing what you're doing, why you believe what you believe, Why you keep on keeping on. Why the world can use you as a doormat and you still get up and get up and get up. Why you can persevere. Why you keep on keeping on because He first loves. us. That is our defense. That is our reason. Not only that, but later on, we learn as we grow in Christianity, reasons and scriptures, and we learn about how it disciples and how it teaches and how we serve as examples. This can also be interpreted sometimes as being able to teach or preach. Being able to be able to tell somebody this is why. Christians should be able to do that effective. Let me see that next slide. Sharing. Philemon 1 verse 6 tells us that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you effectively. Effectively. in Christ Jesus. Effective. Effective. You know what it means to have an Effective faith, one that works, one that's optimal, one that's powerful, one that's effective. Verse six tells us the training of faith may become effective. I acknowledge that of the faith is thing in you in Christ Jesus. You need to have an effective faith. Faith that loves other people. Faith that shows on other people. Faith that causes other people to stay Not be afraid of running out. I was especially to sing a song many years ago. I know I love the elders. He sang a song many years ago, and one of those lyrics in the songs he said, You can spare a kiss or two. If I can't you can spare all your faith and still have plenty left because you've got an inexhaustible resource in the Holy Spirit. Remember, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is one of the fruits of them is faith. You can give it away, and give it away, and give, it away and give it away, and give it away, and give it away, and still have more. In fact, the more you give away, I mean, the more right. you give you away. You give, it away, give it away, Look at the next one: Testifying of Luke 21, verse 13, but it will turn out for testimony. Testimony. Just Your testimony is what God has done in your life. And it is no small thing. Don't let anybody tell you just because you don't have a testimony that includes where you came from and out of prison or out of some sort of really wicked and audacious background. Don't let anyone to tell you where your testimony is from. No. God has blood-bought you, redeemed you, Made you born again, and that is no small thing. It took no less of the blood of Jesus to bring you to Christ than it did somebody who's committed to it too much. It took the same cross. It took the same Savior. It took the same Jesus Christ. And don't no let anyone tell you, "Oh, this is not enough." If your t- your testimony wasn't enough. Your testimony is more than enough. What God has done in your miracles. 268, the Apostle Paul, here, now, it happened as I journeyed and came near Damascus and he testifying here. At about noon, suddenly a great light from heaven shone around me. And I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me?" So I answered, who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus Nazareth, you are. Paul shares it again. Paul, thus occupied, as I journeyed to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priest, at midday, O king, along the road, I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shining around me, and those who journeyed with me. Paul was not afraid to share his testimony. Paul was not afraid to share his faith. Paul was not afraid to go out and... Picture them working out our faith. Picture of what it means to share it, give it. Picture of examining it, testing it. Picture of exposure. You're going to work out your faith, fear and trembling. Make sure you work our hearts out. Make sure you work our arms out. Make sure we work our bowels out, our Make sure that we our sure examine ourselves. you're exhibiting the, the Spirit. Make sure you're exporting your faith completely. You. testify by witnessing by sharing your faith with you. We're going to close in the word of prayer. And if Christ has spoken to you tonight, i ask you to come. i where the market ask Brother Martin, you come just two, one of our songs we spoke to you would you come tonight? Let's pray together. Father, come tonight, Jesus. Lord God, your word is quick and it is powerful. You in any 2 it. it I pray right now, Lord, you give do all the If you reach out and touch us, Stop preparing parents. Lord God, for this week. There may be anyone, Lord, who needs to come to know you, and anyone who needs to get their walk right with you, and anyone, Lord God, who needs to surrender to you in any way, that you let them examine themselves, test themselves, and let them work out their faith, Lord, who comes to you tonight. faith Come with